magic is what happens when you find balance between method and madness, science and art. Welcome to the Magic Maker Podcast, the place where entrepreneurs who want to find magic can access aha moments and simple steps to big dreams. I'm your host, Jay Nicole Smith, but you can call me Nick. Let's get started, shall we? So far this season here in the Magic Maker Podcast, we've been diving into the weird and wonderful things that make a brand a brand. So far, we focused a lot on the meaning and purpose parts behind your brand, how to find and communicate your big why in particular, as well as that all-powerful desire and magnetism that makes people so loyal and addicted to some brands. Today, I want to explore a bit of the branding you're probably a little more familiar with, the aesthetic side. I want to demystify and define exactly what goes into making all that theoretical why and purpose stuff actually work in the real world, in the way that matters most to your bottom line, which is, of course, to help drive sales. I summarize all these special brand advantages into what I call brand cool. Instinctively, I'm sure you can relate to what I mean when I say brand cool, because we've all had experiences with products from ketchup or shampoo to coffee houses or cars, shoes to electronics, where we just can't get enough of a particular brand. It's cool just sucks us in. You can bet that does not happen by accident. That level of desire is crafted and curated. And today, I want to give you the outline of the individual categories you need to master to get your own brand cool. And in the next few episodes, we'll dive further into each one, because there's just way more to cover than we can get through in one episode. Be sure to visit jnicole.com slash podcast and grab the PDF download available in today's show notes. It's a comprehensive checklist that you can use to gather your own brand assets from the types and sizes of logos you should have to which images you need, which bits of copy you'll want to have on hand for your website and social media and tons more. So don't miss that. It's a super handy guide and this is the first time I've given it away for free. So whether you're going through a rebrand or you just want to see how your existing brand stacks up, make sure that you grab that. Okay, I'm keen to jump in because as a branding expert and also a designer and photographer, this is one of my very favorite topics. The power of the stuff that we are exploring today just cannot be exaggerated. This may be one of those episodes you want to share with all your entrepreneur buddies as well because I'm answering some of the most common questions about this stuff, including when you do and don't want to actually invest in branding. So without further ado, let's make some magic, shall we? Okay, so so far this season, we've established that part of being more human and building a sustainable competitive advantage as a brand means that a brand needs to know its purpose, its cause, the reason it exists, which I often call its why, your why. So once you've unearthed your why, and definitely look back at a few episodes, because we've done a few episodes that provide some really great exercises to help you do this. But once you've kind of started to do that, and you've started to create the essential bits of communication that you need to actually convey that stuff, you know, whether you call it your why or your mission or your cause or just what you believe, then you actually need to bring that to life. 
And to do that, you're going to have to do that through words and visuals and experiences in your brand. So the next step in how a brand actually gets built after you know why is to bring your unique vision of sizzle and sparkle to life and take what could otherwise be a bland, boring, forgettable business and help it become a brand. And what I call this special sauce is essentially brand cool. Now, brand cool is one of a brand's greatest assets. It's the key to its magic mojo and its cool factor, its magnetism, its sex appeal, its instant love it or hate it polarity, the essential emotional X factor. Brand cool is one of the only things more valuable than money that most businesses desire, but few will ever actually have. And if you want to see the list of who's getting this right according to Forbes, you can check out in the show notes, I've got a link to the Forbes most valuable brand list for the year. And it's really interesting because I'd love to know um, in in the comments which of these brands you resonate with and if you think they are powerful brands or if they're just powerful companies and corporations. So go check that out. But anyway, Brand Cool is the secret to truly unlocking all of the treasures in the brand advantage cycle that we talked about last week in the episode about building desire. Just having a purpose isn't enough. Even just communicating that purpose isn't enough. You have to make that purpose shiny, sparkly, edgy, or weird enough for it to stand out in a crowd. It needs to be obvious from a distance. So you can consider this basically your business's curb appeal. So consider the tech goliaths like Apple and Samsung that are in that Forbes list. Chances of them being able to rely purely on technology innovation to stay ahead of each other is unlikely because the technology is so similar. So they need to designate a significant amount of their massive marketing budgets to, to continue to innovate with their brand cool as well. And this is how they keep their competitive advantage because the disparity in the technology just isn't enough. And we benefit from some of those great ads that we see out there. Of course, the famously the Mac versus PC is a great example of that um, from the past. So what is brand cool? Brand cool, as in most types of cool, is nearly impossible to quantify or create in a lab. It's personality, it's energy, it's a thing of the streets, of smoky back rooms. It's a thing of long, hot showers and damp, earthy trails of kitchen experimenting and bar napkin brainstorming. Brand cool belongs to the makers, to the doers, to the insomniacs and freaks, to the artists and inventors. It is not forced and it cannot be rushed. Brand cool is like a puff of smoke and the more you try and wrap your hands around it, the faster it disappears from sight. It's an essential, it's organic, it's wild, it's inexplicable, and it comes from real people who say and make real things. It's for people who just don't give a fuck about what other people think. Many of these brand magic makers aren't looking for it, it just happens to them, like accidentally falling in love. But for the rest of us who are trying to make brand cool on purpose, and for those big corporations in the Forbes list... We have to try and break this mystical, magical thing down and recreate it as best we can. Most of us are not going to stumble on it, and it's not going to be effortless. We have to strategically create it. So how do we do that? The first step in creating Brand Cool is to get clear on its four essential elements, and then collaborate with the artists and inventors whose genius it is to create these bits of brand magic. Notice I didn't say do it yourself. 
almost always true brand cool is a collaborative process. So the first step in that process is to understand these key components of brand cool, and I believe there are four. Words, visuals, experiences, and artifacts. With each of these elements, your brand has a chance to set itself apart, to be brave and take risks that will get it noticed, to make a statement, to get weird, to make people feel amazing or awkward or confronted or however you want them to feel for your message to hit home and for your product or service to become a must-have in their life. Now, I'm just going to put a caveat here and say that you know, for a brand, these elements are not nice to have. They are essential. And I think this is really interesting because as entrepreneurs, we have a tendency to think about things like copy or photography or really good design as extras. But I promise you, if you want to create brand cool, they are not extras. They are absolutely critical. So what I want to say is I want to give you an out here. And if you're not ready to do the work, um, or if you're not a super creative person and you don't have the time or money to invest in working with super creative people, um, or if you can't see how this stuff matters, then just stop here. Like, I'm not trying to convince you that this stuff matters. I know it is, and I want to show you how to use it. But if you're not ready for it, that's okay. So do not move forward with the, you know, attempted creation of brand cool if you are not in a position right now where you are still trying to get used to how to make money and get stable in your business. You need to go back to focusing on growing your business. And we talked a lot about that um, in season two about how to grow your business. And we've got lots of resources for that. But you've got to get stable before you're in a position to have this conversation about brand cool. You can start working on developing your why and testing it out in your business marketing. And if you want to do that, definitely check out the Find Your Magic course that we offer because this is a fantastic, really affordable course that helps you do exactly that. And that will massively increase your marketing efforts and your clarity when it comes to who your clients are and how to actually reach them and how to get them to actually pay a little bit more for your products. So that's great first level stuff is to go and do that and to really start to understand your why. But the stuff I'm talking about today with this big investment is probably not something you're ready for. So um, go grab that course and start working on your why and really work on creating the communication that you'll need in your business, like that elevator pitch, right? That's essential. And if you're just starting out when it comes to the aesthetic side of stuff, you're going to think of this like a minimum viable product. And there's a link to that in the show notes as well. I explain what a minimum viable product is. But from the design side, you're going to want to do the bare minimum, which in my opinion is some sort of basic logo, a consistent set of colors that you use, a consistent set of fonts. They don't have to be fancy. And I really recommend going and getting some templates that you love from somewhere like creativemarket.com. Um, because you can just run with that. It's super affordable. You can spend under 50 bucks to have all of the things that I just listed. And you can use that while you are getting to know your own business and your own customer. So you don't have to invest tons of time and tons of money in branding until you are stable, until you know who you are, and you know who your customer is and what they want, and until you have the funds to invest in doing it properly. Just to put something clean and inoffensive together quickly, efficiently, and inexpensively. Then just keep testing it. You can build up some some, um, momentum, you can save some cash, um, and then you can do it properly when you're ready. You can come back to this like more extensive brand building process when you've got more insight and more time and more budget. 
And you can treat yourself in your business to a brand refresh, which basically just means adding more brand cool and making sure that your brand cool fits better or speaks more directly to your ideal client. At that point, you might even want to change the name of your business. You never know. But these these things happen in phases. So what I'm saying here in summary is basically don't spend any significant time or money on half-assing it, okay? A brand that is meh is not going to do the job you need it to do. So even I, a branding expert and a designer, I waited years and years and years to develop a personal brand with actual brand cool. And it wasn't until I found the right team of geniuses to work with and had saved the cash to invest in hiring them to do it right. Now, I know you have questions about what this stuff costs, and there is a massive variation in what that is, but I can tell you that most people I work with um, and the designers that they hire for a brand refresh with someone that they absolutely love with all of the extra little bits is somewhere between five and $10,000. So you can definitely get something beautiful and wonderful done for five. You can definitely get something beautiful and wonderful done for 10. And that includes a, like basically all of the things that we're going to talk about in terms of brand cool, not just like a logo. Um, but we'll get into that in a second. So I just want to say that even me, I did an MVP. I was patient. I didn't mind the web shame. And I developed a business with a really strong why. And then I added the brand cool on top when I was ready. And I knew more about my people. So I know it's a little uncomfortable and you kind of want to do it all at once. But I just need to say, if you're not making money in your business, if you're not stable, then you need to wait before investing in this stuff. Okay, so I'm just gonna assume that you're ready to invest in brand cool and you are desperate to have a brand that makes people go crazy. You want a brand that's delicious and divine that your ideal client wants to step inside and just live in. And pulling this off, this level of brand cool, is a little bit science and a little bit magic, but it's mostly art. And if you don't have an artistic bone in your body, you're going to have to call in reinforcements, and that's part of where the budget comes in. You're going to need the geniuses I mentioned above. So even if you do consider yourself an artist, it's very likely that this kind of art is going to require muscles you don't have. So even if you do have them, you're probably too close to it to be objective. So plan to develop your brand cool with help instead of in isolation. This is the real raw truth of building a brand that has real magic, is that it's an art and most of us are not the right kind of artist to do it on our own. So just keep in mind that that budget includes hiring geniuses to help you and you'll love it because you'll be able to tap into them to help create this brand cool. Okay, so with all of those caveats out of the way, let's have a quick look at each of the brand cool elements you're going to need. Remember the four were words, visuals, experiences, and artifacts. Don't forget you have a super great checklist in the show notes for each of these elements where you can print it out, keep it near you, um, and work towards, um, you know, with your existing brand, ticking these things off or using it as a great guide if you're just about to hire a designer or do a brand refresh. So make sure you go to the show notes at janenicole.com slash podcast and grab that PDF because it's really, really useful. Okay, so first of all, we're talking about words. And I have to say, so much of the personality of your brand will be expressed through the words you choose to use and the way you choose to combine them. And the real art of that is being able to be brief and succinct, right? Because it's easy to just go on and on and on, but it's much harder to express the same most meaningful thing in less words. 
So the tone or personality of your brand through its words is referred to as a brand voice. Your voice is essentially made up of the words you choose and use and the ones you don't use, as well as the general syntax, style, and personality that you apply to them. So like, do you use Southern colloquialisms or do you swear or um, what kind of um, tone or voice is the brand communicating um, in its written copy? And this is where, you know, if you want help with this, the person that you're looking for is a copywriter. Um, I did not know copywriters existed for most of my years as an entrepreneur. So this is something you can get help with. And um, again, in that um, course, Find Your Magic, that I mentioned earlier, I take you through some very specific bits of copy, including your brand statement, which is like your elevator pitch, your origin story, um, your mission statement, things that are really important bits of copy in your business and brand and how to put those together so they're very, very meaningful. So check that out if that's something you need. Um, okay, the second one is visuals. And visuals breaks down into several categories, but for our purposes, we're most interested in color, images, and graphics. So first, color is one of the quickest ways that creatures make decisions about things. And that's through, you know, this, the way we interpret color. And not just humans either, right? So think about those crazy birds, bugs, and reptiles that use color as a way to scare off predators or attract mates or send other messages about where they basically fit in the circle of life. Color is an incredibly important element in our decision making, especially when it comes to what we buy. Now, this is a really interesting um, stat, and this was actually on Wikipedia, but generally customers make an initial judgment on a product within 90 seconds of interaction with that product, and 62 to 90% of that judgment is based on color. When I read that, I was like astounded. I couldn't believe that that was true, but color, as we know, has extreme links to psychology and to emotion and that is the job of the marketer is to help us feel something and color can do that very effectively, very quickly. Okay, the second thing that we want to keep in mind is photography um, or video. We can call it images. It doesn't matter whether they're moving or still, but there is no sales tool more effective per dollar spent than wonderful, emotive, descriptive imagery. And again, that's still or video. Both are super, super effective. And I find that with entrepreneurs, this is one of the most under utilized, overlooked ways to instantly connect with potential clients. Because again, this is something that really makes human beings feel something very quickly without having to read. I think the stat is that we interpret um, visual things like photography 80,000 times faster than text. So it really is so much more useful than trying to write something is to show it with imagery. Most businesses know they need photography to show off their products and to fill their website, but it's very, very few who really get photography right, and those that do profit immensely from their investment. And this is true or truer with video as well. Okay, so the next visual is graphics. And when people want information, they want it quickly. We don't like to read, like I was saying about the images. Reading is time-consuming. We want to skim. Um, so we look, we make a judgment within a few seconds as to whether or not to make the investment in you and your business to keep reading or to go to the next page. And reading is tiring, so I can take more information in through visual means and skimming. So graphics like icons and infographics add huge leaps and bounds to your ability to communicate with your customers and get them where you need them to go 
faster and with more ease, which is great for your bottom line, right? Especially if you're trying to sell something. So when it comes to brand cool, graphics like your logo and like the layouts of your print materials, environmental and online marketing stuff, and of course, custom illustrations like a repeating pattern um, or potentially like illustrations for the different categories or services that you offer can add tons of overall cool to your brand and tons of that feeling, but also help people move around faster, which is really, really good in order to keep those conversion rates high. So that's a really important one. Okay, now we're on to experiences. And in a digital, global, automated, outsourced, increasingly cynical world, the experiences we create for our customers and potential customers are more important than ever. Each touch point with your people is an opportunity to thrill them or disappoint them or underwhelm them as well. So um, we really want to get this working properly. And eventually when you're in brand cool territory, you want to have a long look at the way your people experience your brand and your products and your services. Essentially anything experiential in your brand from customer service to unboxing to damage control or just the general user experience of your website is about two things. The first thing is increasing desire. And again, we did a podcast about that last week. Um, And the second thing is about reducing friction. And ultimately, as brands, we are playing the long game. We want not just the quick buck, but we want to build relationships and invest in the lifetime value of our people. So this experience thing, although sometimes it can be hard to quantify with um, an exact return on investment, ROI, um, it is something that brands do because we're invested in relationships. And also it's a critical part of word of mouth as well, which is one of the most powerful tools of marketing. And next we're on to artifacts. So some of the most fun and probably the ones that make you the most envious when you see other people do them, bits of branding include the tangible artifacts you create to reflect your brand cool. So this will include what I call brand swag, like stickers, buttons, client gifts, t-shirts, etc. It also includes your packaging. So that's literal packaging like boxes and tissue paper and ribbons and bags, as well as things like uniforms and environmental design like displays, event booths, vehicle wraps and stuff, packaging up stuff that's not your actual product. It also includes the tangible takeaways that your customers may hold on to. So the brochures or welcome packets, postcards, tags, magazines, or other print pieces you produce, which really help you stay top of mind, especially when the person leaves your presence or after a purchase. This is an element you have to be careful with because it is very easy to spend a lot of money going crazy with artifacts, but it's important to consider this element of brand cool and make sure you have at least a few artifacts that exist in the real tangible world, not just online, because these really reinforce your customer's purchase decision or increase their desire or just keep you, as I said earlier, top of mind. So this element really is part of number three, the experiences one, because the goal is that these artifacts create a wonderful moment or memorable or repeatable experience for your customer. It's also, again, with things like t-shirts and mugs, a great opportunity for sort of that word of mouth where people can go around advertising for you. So that's really fun. They also make great free gifts because people love swag. (laughs) Okay, so let's review. The four elements of brand cool are words, visuals, experiences, and artifacts. And under visuals, we have color, photography, and graphics. Now, 
I really spun through those quickly today because I just wanted to give you an overview. Over the next four weeks, we're going to take a closer look at each one of those four elements and some really important things to remember for each that will really help you use them to your advantage. But as I said earlier, get started. Make sure you head over to the show notes on jnicole.com slash podcast and just grab that PDF checklist, which gives you an awesome list of assets that you might want for each element. So that'll include like the bits of copy you want to have on hand, like the different um, headlines and bios and stuff, the different color types you'll want to consider, including things like RGB versus Pantone versus hex, the logo files that you might want to have, like square ones, rectangular ones, with words, without words, some must-have images, some ideas for brand experiences you can create, and even some essential brand swag artifacts. So don't miss it. Like I said, super valuable. I've never actually given this away before for free. Okay, that's it. Thank you for being here. I know we've got a little bit of a longer episode this week. This has a lot to get through, but I wanted to give you a good um, overview of this brand cool stuff. As always, if you want to continue this discussion, I would love to chat with you. Pop over to our free Facebook group, which is at facebook.com slash group slash magicmakershq. And if I can ask a favor, it would mean the world to me if you would take a moment and leave a review for this podcast on iTunes. Let other people know the value that you're getting here. This will really, really help us reach other magic makers like you. So together we can do more good, be more real, find more happy, and continue building brands that matter. See you next time.